Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <clears throat> okay, here we go. They say great things come in threes. Great stuff. The great days we're living, bro. That's just great. Unfortunately, not in this case. What is this? But maybe someday it will be. Can you believe that? Okay, world, hold on to your collective. It's time for the Bam Slam podcast. With Ben Fletcher, Allison Ratzlaff, and Mike Costa. Hey, what is going on, Bam Slam fam? Bam Slam podcast special edition. Special. And it's, spe- well, it's, it's special because it's the NFL edition, our NFL season preview kickoff. Allie Rat's not with us today. Ben Ratzlaff, her son, and his Western Kentucky team are playing back at West Point uh, this weekend on 9-11. And so she is going back there uh, to see him play. So Allie is not with us today. She's with her. Uh, she's with us in spirit as always, but physically not here. She'll be with us um, again next week. Uh, ben, what's going on, man? Dude, I am pinching myself. I'm so excited for Thursday. Yeah, me too. And I'm not so excited for the matchup we're getting on Thursday. I'm just excited that the NFL is back. I'm with you. Uh, And having college football back, having crowds in stadiums, I don't know if you – I'm sure you saw the video of Jump Around. Yeah, Jump Around was sick, and then Virginia Tech had Inner Sandman. Inner Sandman was awesome with everybody. You We're talking close to 200,000 people between the two stadiums. it was it was just awesome to to watch and hear and see and know that it wasn't artificial noise. Crowds are back. Schools are doing their part to make sure that they're safe. Either people showing their, you know, that they got the their vaccination cards or you know producing a a negative test within the seventy two hour period whatever the schools, but just to have it back. And it, it really did. It got you fired up to know that the football season is back and it's back in, in a couple of days, which is again, we, you and I have talked about this time and time again, where as soon as Super Bowl is over, you're like, Oh my God, depression, depression. And you, you're like, Oh my God, when does, you know, when's the draft, but it, it does come back around so quick. And here we are. And then it's gone. And then it's gone again. But no, but I... We're I'm, locked in. Seriously, this season, I can't remember a, a season going into it that I've been working professionally in sports that there's more possible outcomes in terms oh. of who can win the Super Bowl. I, there's so many teams this year that can be so competitive, and it's going to be freaking lit. Uh, we did our fantasy football draft. How do you feel about your team? I feel good. Um, I... I I looked at the roster last night. We did auto draft, and because you know, trying to herd people together um, for the Bam Slam Fam Fantasy League was going to be tough. But you know, Patrick Holmes is my quarterback. I got Derrick Henry uh, as one of my running backs. I, I feel good about that. Darren Waller, Raiders uh, tight end, is my tight end, and I got the Rams defense. So. All right, let's talk about your team name real quick. What is the Chocolate Starfish? I just I I love chocolate and I love the sea. So this has nothing starfish. to do with buttholes. No, no, not okay. At all. It kind of no. sounds like butthole. No, Ben, me, me? No, not <laughs> at all, not at all. 
Uh, we do have uh, so it is buttholes. <laughs> That's what you're saying. So it is. All right, good. Glad we got that out of the way. Uh, Judson Richards is in our band slam fantasy football. Yeah, league. he's an asshole. Yeah, his name is Costa's back sweat. Yeah, shocker, shocker. Hey, Judd, come up with some new material. <laughs> uh, looks like we have a smoking Herbert. So there's still a Chargers fan out there. Uh, it's J Pabs. That's J Pabs. Uh, Patrick Allen's Patrick Allen rules. That works. What a team name. Are we sure that that's not Carolyn's team name? Hell. No, she's... Uh, the Block of Rockas. Block of Rockas. And she got Justin Herbert, which I'm happy about. She loves him. Yeah. I'm excited, man. My team is way too good, by the way. Did you you did you did end up with McCaffrey? Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson, Allen Robinson, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. You, you... Get ready to eat my chocolate starfish. <laughs> Hell. Anyhow, the season is here, and so this this podcast today, this episode is going to be dedicated to week one of the NFL season, which is uh, which is almost upon us. I got my Bovada account set up. a boy. Oh, yeah. Did your credit card accept it? Because I I got kicked off of my Bovada. I did. Uh, it's not exactly legal. No, I did PayPal. Oh, nice. That's probably so, what I should have done. Right. Chase emailed me and was like, "Hey, you can't do this anymore." Yeah. Uh, 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 there was one. Um, so. Very, very excited. So we're just going to look at the games here, the week one on the slate. Okay, but what you were saying about there's so many different possible outcomes as far as who could possibly win the Super Bowl, as I get redundant with the word possible. You, were, you weren't born yet, but the late, great Pete Rozelle, uh, former commissioner of the NFL, he always talked about parity. And it was all about, does it matter if you're the first or now 32nd? Because the draft, the way it's set up and, and things like that, you have a chance to make yourself better and get to the get get to the Super Bowl. And so that's, I mean, the last couple of years, boy, it has been, uh, I don't know. I, I yeah. don't know. I have no idea. And good luck putting a name on it this year. No. I mean, talking just out of the AFC, I, there's a very real possibility the Cleveland Browns could be in the Super Bowl this year. And, and great. I mean, great. Yeah. The, the NFL needs the Browns of the world, the Lions of the world, to get good and, and at least make it to a Super Bowl. So, yeah, you're right. It could be as stacked as they are defensively. It could be the Cleveland Browns. All right, I got real issues with the Thursday night game, and you tell me if I'm off base. But Thursday night, it's Cowboys at Bucks. The line is uh, Bucks are eight point favorites, seven and a half some places. It has some interesting fantasy stuff. The Cowboys have been on hard knocks this year. I don't understand why the NFL caters to the fact that the Cowboys are relevant because they're relevant. They have failed to prove you over the last what three decades that they can win a playoff game. Well, especially- I, I just I don't know why they're game one. Because of because of Jerry Jones. Because they're relevant. Because they're relevant. Be- I, I hate that argument. It's though. like Paris Hilton. You're famous for being famous. There's listen. The Dallas Cowboys are the Dallas Cowboys, and obviously the defending Super Bowl champs and Tom Brady, and that's that's why. Yeah, it's not a great season opener. That is the biggest spread of Week One. It's the it, the eight? so yeah. Vegas is telling you this is the worst game of Week One. Well, you've got the Cowboys now without with Zach Martin, their tackle. Who's their best player on their team? That's a, some of the Cowboys are saying is the best player. He's out because of the the new COVID protocols, where it's not five days; yep. it's now ten days. So, and by the way, if you're an NFL player right now and you haven't gotten vaccinated, you're an idiot, whether you like it or not. Did you hear Nick with us on last Friday on the Extra Morning Show? No. So Nick set the world on fire first of all because I, I think he really pissed off some listeners and. 
you got to understand where Nick was coming from was the inside of an NFL locker room, yes. right? He was like, if you are being selfish enough to not get the vaccine and you're hurting our team, I'm fucking done with you. Yeah. And he, he kept repeating that over and over again. People were kind of taking it as if he was talking about real life, like out in the world. No. And that's really not where he was coming from. He was coming from the idea of being a leader in a locker room and being like, if you are going to cost us a game, yeah. I'm done with you forever. Well, you just, okay, focus in on what you just said. In a locker room, right. which is a petri dish, where you guys are always, you're not only on top of each other in practice and in games, you're on top of each other in a locker room. So yeah, outside, in everyday world, hey, you don't want to do it, that's fine. You want to play the Russian roulette? If you don't get sick, great. If you do, eh, look in the mirror. But as far as the NFL locker room is concerned, I'm with I'm with Nick. I'd be pissed. Yeah, and just, and think about a guy from like Nick Hardwick's point of view, ultra competitive, re- like refuses to fail at things, even though he does, and he fully admits that. But he's saying, if my right guard and he's the center, if my right guard's refusing to do it, and for some reason he's out, and that's my partner in crime, and the reason he's out is because he didn't get vaccinated, and he was a close contact with someone, so he has to be off. That might not even be his fault, but it's his fault for not getting the vaccine. And yeah. now he fucked me over, and I'm going to be worse because I'm playing with a backup right guard. Yep. No, point well taken. And I think he was absolutely in the right in, in saying what he said. Um, so eight points with the – and we're not going to turn this into a, a betting episode. Um, I I don't know. Are the, are the Buccaneers eight points better than the freaking Cowboys? I think so. I would lean if I was putting money down. I'd lean to the Bucks. Yeah. Um, but I think there's some interesting storylines, despite it being not a great game. Uh, how's Dak's shoulder look? That's number one. No doubt. And and how does Mark McCarthy look? As in, he actually knows what he's doing and isn't completely out of touch. And how far is his belly hanging over <laughs> his pant line? Uh, next up, do the Bucks meet any resistance from this Cowboys defense? This Cowboys defense was terrible last terrible year. Terrible last year, and everybody says is saying not everybody, but the pundits are saying that Cowboys inside linebacker, when he's healthy, is a beast. Leighton Vander Esch is finally past the the injury thing, but you're only one play away from right. another injury. So I, and they drafted Micah Parsons really high. They drafted people, him in the first and people fricking are just beaming about Pice, uh, Parsons. He has a similar thing with Jonathan Abrams with the Raiders where he really can't keep himself healthy. Yeah. Or uh, he can, he's proven he can at Penn state, but I mean, what I mean is he plays with so much violence and yeah. effort that yeah. I don't know if he's going to stay healthy. Uh, fantasy stuff in this game. I got CD Lamb versus Amari Cooper, who's actually going to be the wide receiver one of the Cowboys. It's CD. I would lean Amari. Really? Yeah, more time in the league. I, I know fantasy football has CD ranked way higher. Yeah, yeah. But I would lean Amari more time in the league, more connection with Dak. I, I don't know. Well, Amari's become a total possession receiver because he's he's lost. St- I mean, he still has the hands, but he does not drop a ball. No. And he de- and but he he was never really a speed burner to begin with, even going back to Alabama, but he was such a great, great route runner and such a great possession uh, receiver. So he's become that guy for the uh, the Cowboys. And then the other side of the ball with the Bucks, we got Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, O.J. Brown, O.J. Howard, sorry, and Rob Gronkowski. There's just too many weapons. So I stayed away from freaking, the Bucks. Yeah, so many weapons. You're, again, who's... And we're not even talking about the run game. Who's going to be the bell cow receiver? Who's going to be the bell cow back? Um, you know, Brady's going to be methodical. He's going to spread it around, and they're going to win games, period. Yeah, I think they're going to win a lot of games. Uh, next game up, we have Eagles-Falcons. This is one of the bottom two games I have this week. 
in terms of not a whole lot interesting happening, we get to see Jalen Hurts, his first game as the starter for a full season. One of the three Alabama quarterbacks starting week one. Isn't that gnarly? Which is cool. And I, that's really all I have in terms of interest in this game. Jalen, and I, I want Jalen Jalen Hurts to have just great success with them. Um, the Eagles are suddenly an old football team. They've got guys who are starting to get long in the tooth. As far as the Falcons are concerned, it, it's it's put up or shut up for for Matt Ryan. Yeah, it's you know they're it's you're either going to get it done or you're not. Uh, and I don't know where he is contractually. He's a free um, agent after this season. Okay, if he doesn't do if I mean he's got to get them to the playoffs. Or they'll say, hey, Matt, thanks, it's been nice, but we're going a different direction. And, and he's got to prove he can do it without a brilliant offensive caller. Because he his one year where he was a stud and got him the contract, yep. Kyle Shanahan was his play caller. Yeah. All right, next up on the list, we got Steelers at Bills. Super fascinating game. Oh, great Because we have Josh Allen, who is Big Ben when Big Ben was 10 years younger. <laughs> And I don't I, I do see a little bit of a regression happening with Josh Allen this year, but nothing too dramatic. Yeah. I just I I'm really curious to see how Big Ben looks throwing the football. I'm curious to see if those Steelers wide receivers can help him out a little bit. And they have speed. They have Najee Harris, the running back. He's the he's, he's the guy the he's the guy that I, I cannot wait to see because everyone again, when I say everyone, I went people who are, you know, covering the NFL, um they're saying he's absolutely he was the real deal in college, mm-hmm. and he's that much more the real deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he will be able to take the pressure off of Big Ben in the passing game. Steelers, Steelers still have a quality offensive line. Um, it's it's going to see it's it's Big Ben. How much is how much is left? How good a shape did he come into camp? And how much is is that fire still burn? All right, Bills are six and a half favorites on that one. Where are you going? I think I lean Steelers, but I think Bills win. I would. Watts in the middle of a contract dispute. So you could say, well, this is, no, his head is obviously going to be in the game. That's to worry about from, you know, Tuesday to Friday. Six and a half is hard, but God, the Bills are freaking stacked. Yeah, that's one of the teams and you they're have good. They're and marked they're, high for the Super Bowl chase. Yeah, they're young and they got a great defense. Oh boy, six and a half though. I'm with you. I'm going to stay. You know, let's keep. Let's make sure we keep track of these to see how we did against the spread. Uh, what was our first game? Cowboys Bucks. I think we both took Bucks there. Okay, Bucks. And that was with the spread at minus eight. I think it has moved to seven point five. Okay, so we're going to take the Bucks, giving seven and a half. What was Falcons Eagles? Uh, Falcons favored by three. That's in Atlanta. Yep. I'll take Falcons. I'm going Eagles. You're going to go Eagles. Okay. Steelers, Bills, I'm going uh, Steelers, and that's uh, Bills are six and a half point favorites. Okay. Plus six and a half. All right. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Steelers. All right. Next up, Jets at Panthers. This uh, one big storyline here Sam Darnold facing the Jets. Well, exactly. Sam Darnold facing the Jets. Zach Wilson, rookie starting for, the, for, uh, for New York. Listen, revenge is a dish that's best served cold, and this has been circled on Sam Darnold's calendar for the longest time. Panthers are just a better football team. By how much, I don't know. Vegas has them five points better. Yeah, I like the Panthers. In this so one. do I. Okay. I like the Panthers. I think Sam Darnold is about to have a monster season. I, 
I really hope so because he's he's got a head coach that I think can work with him, help him develop, grow him as a quarterback. Where in New York it was just you know the Adam Gase thing was it was a disaster, and that is that is an organization that sometimes looks like they don't know their ass from their elbow. And the Panthers were really smart because they took one guy who Sam Darnold had a lot of success with in New York, and that was Robbie Anderson, and they brought him in as a wide receiver to help Sam Darnold make the transition. I think he's gonna have a massive year. I'm going Panthers. Next up, this is the other worst game of the weekend. Vikings at Bengals. Bengals plus three. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, I'll take Vikings. I, I don't care. This one, like Joe Burrow is the only interesting thing, and I find Joe Burrow very this is, boring. This is Vikings at Cincinnati, and Cincinnati is a is a, a three-point dog at home. Yeah. I'll take the Bengals. I'm taking Vikings. Easy. Not even a not even a doubt in my mind. The only people who are interested in this game are people who own Dalvin Cook in fantasy. Yeah. That's it. Well, and, and you know the the Vikings. It's the Vikings are this. They seem that they were so poised a couple years. Were so loaded and stacked. And is this it for Mike Zimmer? You gave too much money to Kirk Cousins. That's the you only gave so much freaking money to Kirk Cousins. You should have just stuck with Case Keenum. He was fine. Yes, I don't um, know. Yeah, I, I'm still gonna go with the Bengals. I'll go with the Bengals getting those points. All right, Niners at Lions. Um, not a super fascinating game. Tons of interesting storylines for the Niners heading in. Well, Jimmy. Jimmy and Trey. I, so I will say I drafted Trey Lance in every possible league I could. Do you think they're going to – we see them platoon? Not a platoon. Okay, so to start the season, this is how I see it working out. They're going to have very specific play calls for Trey Lance okay. in specific situations. I'm thinking third and short, you bring him in, Wildcat something. I don't know. But I don't – he's going to be the starter this season. I would say week six. Well, unless Jimmy is lighting the world on fire, which is what they hope, which is what I hope. Is uh, who's their big? Is Gesicki the big tackle? Gesicki, yeah. Gesicki is he hurt? No, oh, he's not. Okay, and they no, they revamped that offensive they did, line. They talk about bringing in Alex Mack. He is a beast. Trent right. Williams it looks better than he has in years. You've got the you know Raheem Mostert in the backfield, and young guy Trey and, Sermon, and Trey Sermon, um, who. Fantasy people say it's a great handcuff. You've got Jimmy G playing for his, I want to say his professional life to this point. Well, Jimmy G knows what's up. He knows at the end of this season he's being he's out. He's not he's not looking over his shoulder. He literally is looking onto his back because yeah. that's where Trey Lance is. And I do like heart of hearts, I think Kyle Shanahan wants Jimmy G to be the quarterback all year. I think he's preparing for the inevitability that he's probably going to get hurt. Right. So I I don't know, but Jimmy G, you're right. He is playing for the next year. Yep. And, and defensively, that's question marks. Okay. So defensively, you have all these reports saying Nick Bosa is looking better than he ever has. New defensive coordinator. So do you know this guy, D'Amico Ryan's? He was an All Pro with Houston. In yeah, yeah, like he was a hell of a player. Um, if, if being a defensive coordinator. Well, right now he is credited for being Fred Warner's right hand guy, and he was the guy who kind of did all the development with Fred Warner. Fred Warner's now an All Pro himself. Yeah. So I, that's why he got the job, but Robert Sala was as much a head coach as Kyle Shanahan they was. They freaking loved Robert, uh, Robert uh, Sala, the, the new head coach of the Jets. I Listen, if you've got the guy who turned Fred Warner, not saying that Fred Warner could not be an all-pro, but the guy who helped get him there, plus you've got a healthy Nick Bosa, then first off, San Francisco all day 
over the Detroit Lions. Easy. You've got a you've got a Jared Goff there at quarterback for the Lions. Never beat the Niners. Oh, and never beat him as a Ram. That's right. So yeah, I mean, 49er all day. I think the 49ers defense, yeah, it's gonna be a little bit of a question mark, but with the offensive fire firepower that the 49ers have, they'll be able to score points on days that the defense might be giving up points. Yeah, I'm very curious to see how D'Amico Ryans does. Because I mean, talk about the best D coordinator in the league the last three years. It's yeah. been Robert Sala. All right, next up. You ready? Yeah. Jags at Texans. What a, I mean, what a this is dog shit bull. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> first professional. He's start on a terrible team. I don't care te- how good he looks. <laughs> But they just named Tyrod Taylor the Texans. The Texans may be the worst team in the NFL history. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about history, but yeah, Tyrod Taylor is the the quarterback. As long as the doctors on that staff don't puncture his <laughs> lung before the game. Um, okay, so let's let's take a little detour here. Does this mean that they expect the shit to hit the fan with Deshaun Watson, or is this them just being? smart knowing that potentially down the road the shit's going to hit the fan seems like a pr move to me like you couldn't afford to put him out there with everything that's going on right because like i mean by the nfl he could play week one yeah i think that if they were to make that decision to start him week one the nfl would probably step in and put him on the exempt list Okay. So I don't know. I think it was like, a, what do you actually gain by playing him? And then he wants to be traded. So does he even go out there and play if you ask him to? Right. It's amazing how it seems like that story has just been buried under the rug. I think that's what the NFL wants. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence did not look terrible in in the oh, preseason. Oh, against the Cowboys, he looked amazing. But yeah. the Cowboys were playing their threes. Well, that's it. So and now, as they say, you know, real bullets are being fired. Uh, is Javiel, I think Jacksonville's favorite, right? Uh, yes, two and a half. Oh, Jesus. You know, I'm going to take, just because Houston's at home and, and I love home dogs, I'll take Houston getting two and a half. I'm taking Jacksonville. Okay. I think they have a, I don't, not much better, but better. Okay. Okay, Seahawks at Colts. One of the best games of the weekend, I think. Uh, you got Carson Wentz suiting up for the first time in a Colts jersey. DK Metcalf is poised for the breakout takeover season. I I I think both teams are going to be playoff teams this year. I really do. I mm. what's the spread? Two and a half points. Uh, Seahawks favored. So I'm definitely taking the Colts as home dogs. Yeah. Well, okay. See, for that Colts team or that team, I'm absolutely taking them as as the home dog. And you, I like the weapons they have with Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack is back this year. Michael Pittman is year two as a wide receiver. Yep. T.Y. Hilton is still there. I think Carson Wentz takes a big step forward with Frank Reich back with him. I I yeah. gotta take the Colts there to win outright. I, I go Colts as uh, I do Colts as well. What do you think, DK Metcalf? Is this the year he takes over? Put it this way. If he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't have an excuse. Has there ever been a more physically gifted wide receiver okay. since Calvin Johnson? Boom. No, there has not. And you've got the quarterback in Russell Wilson. Yeah, You're not sitting there going, oh, I have all these tools and I'm a rookie. Uh, Russell's got a, a, a decent offensive line in front of him. So there's no reason why you can't be the biggest offensive star of the season. You're right. I think, I think he, yeah. he better. If he doesn't, no. he's in trouble. Oh, my God. No kidding. All right. Another really fascinating game. We got Cardinals at Titans. Talk about uh, creative run scheme of Cliff Kingsbury, whatever. I think he's on the hot seat. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
although Kyler Murray went so high in so many drafts. I don't think anyone's doubting that Kyler Murray's is going to have a fantastic year, but can they win games? Can they win games? And is it the right scheme for, for Kyler Murray? And is it the, is it the, does he have enough around him to get it, to get it going? And is it a Cardinals defense that can step up with the addition of JJ Watt and stop people and get the ball back in Kyler Murray's hands? One of the really interesting things about this game is the Titans brought in Julio Jones in the offseason. Well, the Cardinals brought in AJ Green over the offseason. Yeah. So talk about two really <laughs> dynamic kind of veteran guys who maybe their old, best years old, are behind old them. Old Alabama guys. But yeah, but I mean, when you think about who else they have, so the Titans have AJ Brown as their number one receiver. The Titans are unfair offensively. Uh, Derrick Henry, of course. They are unfair. And then with the Cardinals, you have DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. So it's like these number twos become these old veterans who are. Have both have storied careers. Can, can Arizona stop Derrick Henry? There is no, no one can. That's and that's what's and that's come game. Down to. So that's the game. Titans are minus three right now at home. I'm taking the Titans all day. Yeah, I and I Titans are another one of those teams I have in the Super Bowl conversation. Uh, and you know Mike Vrabel is is hard nosed. He's not. I would a, cut my dick off to win the Super well, Bowl. Yeah, yeah, but he he's not an asshole. His players love him, but there's there's no gray area. You know, you're staying with Mike. Rabel and uh, Ryan Tannehill just continues to improve. He's had he's obviously had the rebirth in Tennessee because he doesn't have to do it. Yeah, he just doesn't have to not lose. Yeah, so I don't. I I really like the Titans this year. I think they can be making some noise. Chargers at Washington Football Team, closest spread of the entire weekend. Two of the best defenses in the NFL. Can Herbie do something in year two? I think that's the ultimate question because you're going against something you know. You're going against Ryan Fitzpatrick. Everyone knows exactly what he's going to do. Is Justin Herbert good enough to beat Chase Young? There you go. See, that's the game. God, Washington's defense is so freaking good. Good, and um, I I still say sophomore slump or the the second year jinx for for Justin Herbert. So I think. I think I think Chase Young is going to be the difference in this game, and I think the Skins win this. Not the Skins anymore, Costa. They're sorry, the, sorry, sorry. They're, they're the, the Foots. The WFT. The, the WFT. The Foots. I also think Washington has a really underrated offense. I don't know if Ryan Fitzpatrick is the guy to man it, but when you talk about Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Logan Thomas, that is a good <laughs> offense. I look forward to seeing what they can do. I think Washington actually rolls in this game. So I'm definitely taking them plus one at home. Okay. Browns at Chiefs. Maybe the best wow. NFL game of the season wow. last year in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. oh and that's not God. even a joke. It no. sounds weird saying that, but uh, the Browns could really turn some heads this year. I love this spread because it is easy money, in my opinion. It's uh, Chiefs are favored by six. I'm taking the Browns. I, I, I got to tell you, I, I think I'm not sold on the Chiefs defense yet. Oh, God, no. me neither. And... You know, you you can only go to the and Pat, they, they Patrick, still have offensive line question marks yeah. all over the place. You can only go to the Patrick Mahomes. You're going to have to win this for us well, so many times. Cleveland, though, on the other hand, I think Cleveland knows Cleveland knows that they can play with anybody in the NFL, and they've arrived. And I think the addition of Jadavion Clowney to bookend with Miles Garrett, their secondary, the linebackers that they have. Um, and, and even, you know, for his obnoxious commercials and all that, Baker Mayfield, G- Baker Mayfield is a player. Yeah. 
And he's a winner. And he's a winner. And, you know, the the guys on that team love him. And and the thing is, Baker Mayfield went out and earned it. He he showed those guys, I'm up to the task. So you look at, you know, you look at the running backs they can throw at him. You look at the freaking wide receivers they can throw Return at him. Return of OBJ. OBJ is back healthy. Um, and I'm sorry, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, that's unfair, having both of them. Exactly. God, I God, Ben, you may have sold me on this one. I no, like I, the, I, I like the Browns to win outright. Yeah, by I the like way. Cleveland in this one as well. I I would put money on the Browns on the money line. Yeah. So I don't. I like the Browns on the road in Week One against the Chiefs. Uh, next up, one of the more fascinating young quarterback matchups. You get the Alabama Bowl. Mac Jones versus Tua. Dolphins at Patriots. Patriots favored by three. You owe me a Trey Lance jersey that's signed if the Patriots win the division, and I'm only getting more confident about that as the days go by. Mac Jones is going to show some dominate. No, he's he, dominate. Mac no. Jones is going to show some growing pains uh, in this game, and the Patriots are going to suffer from it offensively. No, they're not. Bill Belichick wants to make a freaking statement, right? But he's trying to do it with the, a first time court, a, a rookie quarterback in his first official game. Who would you feel more comfortable going out with, Tua or Mac? Because I'm taking Mac all day. I, I've oh, seen no, oh, what oh, happened Tua. with Tua. Tua. I've seen what happened with Tua last year. He wasn't that good. I'm taking Mac. You can you can have Mac. Uh, I go with the Dolphins in this one. All right. So that was a three point spread favoring the Pats. Uh, okay. Next up, this is uh, going to look really really weird because there's not going to be Drew Brees on the field. But Packers at Saints. Saints are four point dogs. It's the start of Jameis Winston. It's Aaron Rodgers. Is he interested in this season? I think there's a lot of fascinating storylines here, too. I don't know what we're going to get. So many great storylines in this game. Is this the beginning of Aaron Rodgers becoming a Raider? Oh, my God. Is, is Jameis Winston... He doesn't wear enough eye black. No. Is, has Jameis Winston put in the time? And is Jameis Winston going to be able to avoid those Jameis Winston boneheaded throws? I think automatically by playing under Sean Payton, he cuts his interception total in half. But You know, I think... I think what you're going to see is you're going to see a lot of good you're going to see a lot of of good individual performances with the Packers this year. But I think the Pack as a whole it's starting to that that great Aaron Rodgers era. Oh, they're broken. Is start yeah, is starting to to chip and crack and and fade away. I mean, think about the players on the offense knowing that Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers both want out. Yeah. The rest of the offense is like, well, what the hell am I playing for you for? Exactly. And so and as soon as that's as soon as that starts permeating a locker room where guys are like, well, F this, I want out too, because I'm not gonna be here when you when uh love is the guy that, you know, has to go through his growing pains. Yeah, I love New Orleans being a dog at home. Yeah, four point dog at home, I'm taking the Saints. Yes. All right, next up, Bronco. Oh, I had one more point on that. Um Oh, what are the Saints gonna look like without Drew Brees? Like just as a Weird. aesthetic, it, well, like the like the Pats looked without Tom Brady, you know, it, it's it's on that same level. Like Joe Montana when when he left San Francisco to go to the Chiefs, like whoa, something something's really not right here. And a note in that game in your fantasy leagues, Latavius Murray has been released by the Saints as of about an hour and a half ago. So uh, Ty Montgomery most likely going to fill in on that backup role to Alvin Kamara. Latavius Murray could be going to the Ravens. We'll see. Next game up, we only have three left. Broncos, Giants. Giants are three-point dogs at home. People, I think people might A, be sleeping on the Broncos. Definitely. And uh, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater brings 
some calm and resemblance of order to that offense that they have not had in a in a while. Now they still have offensive line questions, and you you know you look at the weapons at Bridgewater. Noah Fant is a hell of a tight end. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, they Jerry, got weapons all over the place. Yeah, but it's like, is he is he are they are they at the point now where they're com- completing each other's sentences where they are just totally on the same page? That's the thing. I always look when a new quarterback comes in. How again? How much do they look like they're all thinking with the same brain? Okay, I will read you what I wrote because you said the exact same thing. Broncos could be sneaky good team this year. They are being undervalued everywhere. I also made note, keep an eye on rookie running back Javante Williams. He's out of North Carolina. He was a beast in college, and they spent a second-round draft pick on him. So I don't know, Melvin Gordon, we have our thoughts on him. His <laughs> knees don't work. He can only run straight. Yeah. Look for Javante running back double or J- Javante Williams to take over early and off. Double John Joy? Yeah, double, double John, Don Joy. Double John Joy, Melvin Gordon. Um, I agree with you. Broncos are super undervalued. Take the Broncos minus three, and I'm locking that in. See, there's my question is the Devon, the Broncos secondary this year. You still have Von Miller putting pressure. I get that. Well, here's something that could change your mind. Saquon Barkley is most likely like a 50% participant in this game. Oh, he, oh, I didn't. Oh, he got he tweaked something. Okay, and so he's not 100%. Then I'll go with Denver too. But I think I, I think Denver. It's going to be offensive line. It's going to be defensive secondary. If those are the areas that perform for them, don't be surprised if they make the playoffs. Wow! In the AFC West, yeah, it's a little a, crowded. It, that means you have the Raiders finishing last. By the way, uh, yeah, I could see them finishing fourth. Wow! Yeah, I could also see them making a wild card. Yeah, <laughs> but there's just well, is that our next game? The next game is Bears and Rams. Oh, Bears-Rams, a Sunday night game. Um, Rams favored by 7.5 at home, Sunday night football. Andy Dalton versus... Rams all day long. I agree. All day long. Uh, And listen, um, Justin Fields is the... That's your quarterback and why he is not starting right now. Because you don't want the first person he sees during an NFL game to be Aaron Donald. kill him, I know. (laughs) But it's, it's... Again, get him in there and start... Getting his lumps. Week two. I, okay, this, well, maybe. I maybe. agree with Matt Nagy here. I'm just, And he will never say this publicly, but he's way too scared to put him out there and have the very first thing he sees in an NFL game <laughs> be massive-ass Aaron Donald Wait a second. ripping through the offensive line and coming to murder him. But isn't he, I mean, theoretically, isn't he going to see that every single Sunday in the NFL? Not like this. There is nothing you can come close to comparing Aaron Donald to in the NFL. The Rams defense is good. I get it. It's good all the way around. There's also Jalen Ramsey you got to worry about if you put the ball in the air. I don't know. I think this is the one (laughs) smart thing. Well, I don't think he ever should have let go of Mitch Trubisky, personally. I thought Mitch Trubisky was fine. Let him get his ass kicked. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, Good luck, Justin, when you get out there, but not this one. I'm with you, L.A. Rams, all day long in this one. All right. And the last one, you will be on the sideline for this game. I will. I will. Ravens at Raiders, Monday Night Football. It's a four and a half point spread in favor of the Ravens. And I'm going to give it to you. I'm going Raiders. Okay, so taking taking my Raider jersey off, getting my patch off of my eye, wiping off my card carrying member of the the Raider Nation. (laughs) Gus Bradley has made a difference on that, uh, that defense this year. And every, Paul Gwenther, who was the – should have been gone, my God, before even last season started, he was terrible. The schemes were terrible. They could not stop anybody. He's brought over 
Um, I love the addition of a guy like Casey Hayward. Yeah, a little long in the tooth, but that veteran presence in the secondary. You know, Jonathan Abram, you mentioned him earlier. He has had to teach himself to not play with such reckless abandon when it comes. Because he realizes, I'm breaking myself by always. And it's kind of hard to tell a guy, don't go 100%. But be look, less violent in the most violent, violent game in the it, world. Exactly. It sounds so hypocritical and just so counterintuitive. Um they have the potential, as I said, to make the wild card. They also have the potential to shit the bed and be fourth in the uh, AFC West. And we, we, you and I both know what this comes down to. Check down Charlie or if Derek Carr just goes out there and frickin' lights it up. You're right. And they, no more goal line fumbles, guy. No, they've got the offensive line. They've got the running backs. They have the wide receiver. You have an all-pro tight end. I this to me, Ben. This is it for Derek. How Carr. much does Henry Ruggs have to do with the success? Because I, I think he has to show you something. La- oh, to- last year oh. he had one game, right? Last year where yeah. he was a no. Beast. He's supposedly he added fifteen pounds of muscle, and and he realized I can't get pushed around by defensive backs. They all have to. Yeah, and um, you got Josh Jacobs some help, right? Who who's joining the backfield? Kenyon Drake Kenyon is back Drake, there now, right? and they just. Uh, God, who else did they just sign? They've got three or four that they can. You got Jalen Rich, or I think Richard's on the IR. To start IR, the that's right. Um, and uh, God dang it, the the wide receiver from Clemson who became just clutch. Um, oh, I, the white guy, Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Uh, Hunter Renfro is there for you, Derek, but he cannot become the only guy who's there for you. Yeah, but he has to be the safety valve. I don't think your offense is good if he's your one. Oh no, he doesn't stretch the field. No. No, so, it's it's again. It's I'm sorry. It's it comes down to Derek Carr, and it comes down to John Gruden, Gruden putting him in position to be a different Derek Carr. But in terms of this week, I think it really comes down to the defense being able to bottle up Lamar Jackson, without a doubt. And so I, you're looking at Max Crosby, you're looking at Jonathan Abrams, someone who can stretch the Gokway, field a little bit and right. try to keep him reined into the middle. And this is where the signing of KJ Wright will be huge for them right off the yep. bat. Because K.J. Wright, even though 10 years in the NFL, K.J. Wright can still run sideline to sideline. They haven't had that in the linebacking core. Uh, the secondary is still a little bit of a question, although they, they've shorted up. They've shored everything up on defense, but how much have they shored up is the big question. Four and a half dog at home. It's Monday night. Uh, it's the cap to the weekend. Oh, Ben, I... I got to go with my Raiders. I already locked in my picks. I took the Raiders. Okay, we're both going to go with uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. No, it's it's an you know aside from the the shit games we talked about, where you're like whatever. I counted three bad games: Atlanta, Philadelphia, uh, the Vikings, Vikings, Bengals, Bengals, and what was the other one? Maybe it was only two. Jet? Did I say Jets? Panthers? Oh, Jacksonville, Houston. Yeah, Eagles, Falcons, Jets, Panthers. No, Vikings, Bengals, and Jacksonville. Houston. Okay, so three. No, they're again, again. You you do your homework on any of these games. You're gonna you can pull out, you know, three, four, five really great uh, storylines. But as far as fan interest and great great storylines right there on the surface, um, no, those the ones that we talked about aside from the Bengals and in Houston and Minnesota and stuff. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a great week one. And it gets going on Thursday night. This was fun. Does Brady 
to wrap it up, does Brady, can he freaking do it again? Yes. I know, I know it's hard yes, to. Yes, he can. It's hard to go back to back. But I, they brought back everybody. I don't see why they don't. They brought back everybody, and I, there's a big argument to say that now Antonio Brown and Gronk and uh, Leonard Fournette and uh, Ronald Jones, they've all had another year in this offense, right? It can, it's only going to get better offensively. Holy shit. I just, I cannot. But I think other teams got better too. The Niners are better this year. The, talk about contenders in the NFC. The Bills yeah. are in the AFC. They don't matter. Who else in the NFC got better? The Niners got better. I think you have to take a look at a team like, you know, do the do the Saints not drop off a lot? Uh, they drop off. Without, I mean, how far do they drop with, with Drew Brees? Do you, you know, the, the NFC East. <laughs> Thank you. The N- the NFC East right now is 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 that anybody's? It's the Washington football teams to lose. Yeah, because I, I look. You, you say, well, what about no? The Cowboys, no. The Cowboys, the Giants, Giants no. no. The Eagles, nope, no. Let's go NFC uh, North. The Bears. I, eh. I think that's probably the Packers to lose, and I think the Packers are going to be bad. And yeah, they're still going to win the division. The Lions are. Who cares about the Lions? You know. Colin Cowherd had a really interesting point today. He was talking about the lines, uh, like the full season win totals for the Rams and the Lions. Yeah. Neither of them changed from last year. Really? So you added Matthew Stafford to the Rams, win total didn't change. You added Jared Goff to the Lions, win total didn't change. So just a just a swap of Yeah, except the Bears or the Lions now have two extra first round picks. Who else is I'm drawing a blank. NFC North is Bears, Packers, Lions. Come on. Come on. Vikings. Vikings. Duh. That's and that's I, how I, much the Vikings have not resonated with me yeah. this offseason. The only reason you care about the Vikings is if you got stuck with Kirk Cousins at the back of your fantasy draft. Yeah. You drafted Dalvin Cook early, who I think is going to be awesome. And then Justin Jefferson, the young guy from LSU. NFC Weskin is going to be awesome to Holy watch again. Holy shit. You know, there's, it, again, if you, like you said, if Cliff Kingsbury is really on that hot of a hot seat, how much... Does that? How much does the team pick up on that and and really take it up a notch? San Francisco, they want to get back in the conversation because they still they still have the horses to do it. Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, one more run together before uh, you know before it's all said and done. Do you think it's over with them? Ah. <laughs> I don't. But uh, we talk about the NFC West. It's a little bit like the NL West. Like the Padres are down by so much. Yes, they'd also be in the lead of a few other divisions. Yeah, it's not necessarily Cliff Kingsbury's fault which division he's in, but you can't use it as an excuse. No, you you can't. And you still might get fired if you only win seven games. Because everybody in any division can always say, "Well, so and so got better." Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. And the Rams, to me, the Rams are a great question mark. I I look at them. Yeah, and their win totals at ten. Yeah, which I think is about right. But also, like, you think about it, the Rams under Sean McVay have never once beat the 49ers. Their record against the Seahawks is very so-so. The Cardinals are going to steal a game from everybody, it seems like. I like. I just I don't know who comes out of that division. Over in the AFC, if, if we start in the East, you and I, because of our bet, AFC East is going to be really fun to watch, although I think the Bills will... I think the Bills are going to run away with that division. In theory. <laughs> okay. In theory. like, But we don't know, right? What is Josh Allen? You're, does he regress? Exactly. Like, he had the best season of his life. You're most right. Most likely last You're year. You're right. You're right. Uh, AFC North. 
Is this the changing of the guard? Does it become the Cleveland Browns division for Very a couple likely of years? Could. I mean, what you got? So Raven, that's another really good division this year. Bengals at the bottom. I think you're probably going to have. You're probably going to have Ravens in third, and then it might be a battle. Be- no, I think you're going to have the Steelers and Browns battling it for second, and I think it's it's the Ravens division. I think lose. the top three is the juggle. Yeah, it could go any either way with all three of those teams, and I I got to be honest. If I'm sitting here right now, I like Cleveland to win the division. They're stacked. They're stacked. You've got the the AFC South. I mean, Houston is an absolute joke right now. You've got a rookie quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, who, if things go accordingly and Urban Meyer can work his magic, then you know. Yeah, I think Titans dominate that division. They have to. Yeah, they've got. It, I don't right? think it'll be close. No, it's it's theirs. And back and finally, our AFC West. It's really good. It's really good, and I think we do. You do you have the Broncos? Ahead of the Chiefs, uh, Chargers, even, 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 Me even. Too. So I got I mean, Chiefs should theoretically run away with this thing, and then it's Broncos and Chargers, two and, and two A, and then Raiders. Raiders and, yeah. not far behind them, to be honest. Not far behind, but it just there's so many questions. There's so many things that you're looking. Okay, this has got to go right, and this has got to go right. Where if you're looking at the Chiefs, you know they're gonna they're gonna score their points and and win their lion share of the game. I do think this is the games. worst Chiefs team in the last three years. I mean, uh, how oh, they're coming back to the pack, no doubt. How much can you rely on Patrick Mahomes to win you everything when every single defensive coordinator in the league for the last two seasons has right. been trying to figure out how to beat him? And is there a Super Bowl hangover, or did it light a big enough fire, or is that fire still burning bright where they got embarrassed in the Super Bowl and they want to get back? But getting back three times in a row, well, and what did the Bucks show everybody? Just bring a bunch of pressure. Like I, Patrick Mahomes can only run for so long. Exactly. I don't know. This is going to be a freaking awesome NFL. God, Thursday night. Cannot wait for it to get here. Ooh, baby. All right, Allie Rat, as we said at the beginning of the show, uh, is on her way back to New York to watch her son Ben play at West Point um, this Saturday. We may or may not have a a special preview show coming up on Saturday as we try to... We're trying to get a, a big guest to stop by the crib. Literally big. Literally big. And uh, and get it done. But as always, Bam Slam fam, thank you so much for being along for the ride for another episode. And last but not least, you brave men and women of the United States Armed Forces, what you do and what you've done for us. Bam Slam fam, we love you. You got to do the kiss. Mwah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.